0: Alright guys, here we go, Nordy's Podcast. The Venom is there for a terrible performance for our Minnesota Vikings. We talk city jerseys with the Wolves and the Premier League. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Okay. Kind of had a rough
1: sports weekend, but uh, a good weekend.
0: Otherwise, how about you, man? You know, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Sports are going fine for me. Uh, We'll talk Vikings. That's not going well, but everything else is going pretty well. Um, So we should have an awesome uh, episode for you guys. But before we dive into some red hot sports takes, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's podcast. Also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from and get the Nordy's podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Yeah, thank you. We
1: appreciate that. We know you're doing it right now.
0: State Fair shirt should just have like in little tiny letters me just like that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) On the back. On the back. Like a cool logo on the front. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay, um, Ryan, what are we drinking? We are going back to an old friend.
2: Oh. Junkyard Brewing. Love it. It Feels great. I don't know what this name is. Try to read it for us. Stardy Maufers. M-O-U-F-F-E-R-S. It's an IPA.
1: It's very smooth. Oh, man. It's silky. It's delicious. Yeah, it's really really tasty.
0: It's like it looks like it's like I don't know. It looks looks soft and it is. I love this. I I mean it. I like I constantly complain about IPAs and like I'm kind of like I don't know grumpy something. kind of grumpy bitch. about it yeah, at yeah. this point but like this is really
2: tasty yeah ever since you turned 30 you've been very hateful about everything <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> what yeah. have you become all right guys uh, lots of uh, stuff to talk about today but we have to start with our minnesota vikings do we yeah <laughs> i don't no place else i i don't know if like, of the fans being fed up and pissed meter out of 100, this is, like, the second highest that I remember. It's in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the like the most vitriol I've ever felt um, from the fan base for a team was the end of Brad Childress' time. Yep. When I was at a game and the entire stadium as loud as they could was chanting fire childress and i just could hear the hate in the fans as they just wanted that was your percy harvin threw a weight at him yeah Yeah. was that
2: out at um what is now huntington bank the was that this
0: was at the this was at the dome i think i think (laughs) pre-collapse yeah i think it was like pre-collapse dome if i'm right that's right because we only had like one game i don't think they played
2: after it collapsed No, they didn't. They just moved out. That was the last game of the season. Yeah.
0: So they... Yeah, so they were just chanting fire, jail dress and it was like so angry in the building. It was like it was like if people could have went on the field, they would have like ripped him to shreds. That's how it felt. And that was 100 for me. This is like a 92. Ooh. And like it might get a lot worse. Like the fans have given up on I believe Spielman Zimmer the whole coaching staff and cousin. Yeah. The organizational vision has run its course. Yeah. I don't think that there's a way back That's for, a really, way it. for really any of them. It's a smart way to put it. I don't think a playoff berth saves Zimmer. Um, Definitely not. I think he's gone unless he makes a deep playoff run, and that doesn't feel likely at all. And I think cousins is gone i just do um i kind of think they're gonna like start over a little bit and that feels really terrible Mm -hmm. and uh so let's talk about what happened in this game they have two weeks to prepare for their big sunday night football game against the dak prescott list cowboys who are five and one cupcake it's on halloween and let me tell you uh the coverage before the game could not have been more focused on dallas (laughs) <laughs> there was literally a... Who's the woman from Halloween? Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a Jamie Lee Curtis video about how the cowboys are back and they will haunt your dreams and you can try to fight back, but the cowboys are here and they're going to get you. And I was like...
1: And then you're like, well, where's, wh- the Vikings where's the Vikings,
0: Vikings part? Like They literally showed the Vikings and said you can try to fight back. But you know what? They were fucking right. They knew it. <laughs> they knew it. They fucking knew it. So this, this, this game sucked. It was... Impossible to watch after the first drive. The Vikings went seventy five yards. Kirk hit uh, Thielen for a twenty plus yard touchdown. We look like the best team in the NFL on that first drive. How often do
1: they do that? Do they come in and just like score on the opening drive and then maybe don't get a touchdown the rest of the game?
2: What they do is they script
1: yeah. Why can't they script like five (laughs) of those? Like
0: four different drives maybe? Yeah. Why don't don't you just make the whole plane out of the script?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes here's a dumb thing, but why don't like you know how teams like, oh dude, we only have a minute and a half? To go down and get a touchdown. I feel like you, they are like four times more likely to get a touchdown in that drive than any other drive in the game. Even if it's still difficult. Whatever the fuck they do in the two-minute drill, why don't they do that all the time? Too it's, risky or you're,
2: what? You're asking great questions. I don't know. I think it, it just it, seems yeah. so
0: weird. Football is so weird. Uh, we get,
2: we have a head um, coach that's 70 years old
0: and
1: refuses to do make that type of adaptation. Oh, God. So
0: the game was there to be won, I think, right away. Um, when you had the deep shot to Jefferson where he like slowed up and then... It came up, the ball was a little long. Yeah. I think that was the game right there. I think he was, I think
2: it looked like Jefferson was like gearing down a little bit to try and not run into the safety, Yeah, but Cousins threw it while he was in full stride. And so
0: the, it's a little overthrown. It probably is a touchdown or at least inside the 10. Yeah, significant gain. And instead we punt and then we never looked good the rest of the game. Well, we looked good that one drive when they called three consecutive
2: personal <laughs> fouls Yes, on dude. the Cowboys.
1: I mean, just watching this game, I'm like, uh, we had a couple of turnovers that we didn't score on. We had like all these, like, they were really fucking over the Cowboys, in my opinion. All these personal fouls, all these like weird penalties. Um, and we still couldn't. Capitalize. They should have beat us by a lot more, I feel like.
2: We had a couple sacks on third down. Yeah. Which was like, awesome. Getting the ball back. Okay, now we're going to get it going. And then they're like, handoff, handoff, incomplete. Yep. And you're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, yep. you guys. What is going on? I mean, I would love to give credit to the Dallas defense and be like, they were on a completely different level last night. I don't think they're that good. Their pass rush was decent. Um, the run defense was fine, but it didn't have to do anything because we couldn't get the passing game going. Right. So it was as Eric said, it was one of the, it also makes me angry about like the Detroit and Carolina games where we sort of gave Zimmer a little bit of a pass. Like, okay, well, you know, not how we wanted to end it, but figured out a way to do it. Mm -hmm. You can't do that week in and week out, right? Where you let these lesser teams hang around. It's the NFL and weird shit happens. And dude caught a, a 40 yard pass off of Brashad Breland's stomach
1: yep on a deflection and then they It is weird that's why when you when you essentially make every game of 50 50 you're gonna end about 500 and that's where they're at now it's but like
0: that's their game plan yeah it's like the vikings game plan is so to just be in every game at the end of the game and i don't think anyone's gonna kill them and i don't think they're gonna kill anyone i think they're just yeah. gonna keep their game plan is to like be in it at the end of the game and, and you're not very good at winning them as jimbo right. said And then they're not
1: great with clock management and like, uh, you know, decision making, which I'm sure you guys can shed a lot of light on and add more detail. But so if you don't have that advantage as a coaching staff, maybe pick a different fucking strategy. You know, what's funny is that Zimmer said that they uh,
2: game plan for Dak all week was the game plan to score 17 points against a Dak Prescott (laughs) or 16 against a Dak Prescott. I mean, that's you you think you're going to hold him to 13 points like just absurd. What, what kind of a comment is that? Yeah. I just hated it. It was just and how it, clueless he is at this point. Or did, did they panic at game time when they when they found out Dak wasn't going to play? And they're like, well, now we don't really have to score, so let's just be let's ultra just, conservative.
1: Yeah, let's have... was I think that Kirk threw 35 passes, only three of them over 15 yards, and which no, is like abysmally, ridiculously low statistic, you know?
2: You want to hear a worse one? Ooh. On third down throws, not one throw went to... Or beyond the first down marker.
1: Oh my God, he's always checking down on when he needs to get it over the third down.
2: Not one, not one. That's why
1: we had like the worst third point or you know third Third down down conversion conversion ever, like one of thirteen or something crazy.
0: I thought that we were we were atrocious, Mm -hmm. and I felt such anger during the game. And this, whether you're a good team or a bad team, playing Sunday night football at home, coming off a bye on Halloween against america's team should have been really fun right and it wasn't it wasn't fun at all it you was a, miserable and, and you had a little momentum going you know you started
2: off this kind of a tough start and then you drop the browns game and you bounce back and then you win two more and then you just shit the bed yeah and at home on sunday night against a
0: guy who has not thrown a pass in the nfl in four years <laughs> so yeah uh the clock management stuff was terrible at the end of the first half we ran out of time and then left with a timeout in our pocket and didn't even get to midfield. And then in the end of the game, uh, Zimmer, for the second time this year, uh, the Vikings called a timeout they didn't have and got a penalty. This allowed the Cowboys to move up five yards, so it was third and 11 instead of third and 16. They dumped it off to Zeke one yard ahead of the line of scrimmage, and he bounces off a Mackenzie Alexander and an Anthony Barr tackle. Picks up the first down and they eventually get the game-winning touchdown. This is just not acceptable stuff for a team with a veteran coaching staff, with veteran quarterback, with veteran defense. It just it was unacceptable, and it just it it. I'm just done with it. Um, my blood is boiling right here's, now. Here's <laughs> my hot take, guys. My hottest take is that Mike Zimmer's not even on the hot seat because his seat is ice cold. Th- they've moved the seat in a different direction. Because and he not have one. Yeah. He's not going to get fired during the season. He's just gone at the end of the year. It's not even a hot seat. He's yeah. just done. It's over. We all know it. He knows it. The Vikings know it. He's got to win multiple playoff games to save his job, and that's not happening. You know what he said? Not any good?
2: You know what he said today during the press conference? Uh, that they're gonna, you know, go back and look at the film, and they're gonna just have to work harder. <laughs> yeah. What? What the yeah. fuck do you mean, dude? You're not so you're not working hard now? Is that why you're three and four? Right. Are you giving your best effort? I, I'm so confused. I, I know I realized it has been.
1: It's like he doesn't know it himself and everybody else does, and he's still really afraid to say something that would incriminate him.
2: He got really testy today with a question from a reporter asking, like, um, you know, is there is there anything more drastic you can do? And he's like, oh, what, 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 you, what should we be doing, Joe? And I was like, dude, you're, you just took a shit. At midfield at US Bank Stadium and you're getting (laughs) testy with a reporter who's asking you, like, do you need to take it up a level or do something differently? Yeah. Change the formations, change the plays, change the play calling.
1: Like, this isn't working, dude. It's the same game every fucking week. And it's ugly. It's not a fun product. And you're not you're not getting results from it.
0: It's it's kind of like um I'm not gonna go into a soccer reference, never mind. Okay. I'm just gonna say it's an ugly product, it sucks. And this was miserable. And to make matters worse, Daniel Hunter out for the year. Mm-hmm. Torres toward, well, Peck, he's going to miss your guy, over half the season And that's after gonna, missing this all point, of last
1: season. He's missed half his career, and you just wonder if he's going to be one of those guys, you know, all so, potential, and just never got to realize it with injuries.
0: So Daniil Hunter is still um, just 27. He just turned 27. I think his time in Minnesota is done. I would agree. I think he's only got... This is it. They can get out at the end of this Yeah, year, He's got an yeah, opt-out clause. I think both him and the team do, maybe. so. Just move on. I think that it's time to move on. I know he's really talented, but I I can't have this. I kind of want to just burn it down, and so what. What makes me sad? This, this. Do you guys know who Mike Florio is? Yeah. Can I can I just add one thing before you move on with the burn it down comment? What really is
2: frustrating is that we do have a talented roster, Mm -hmm. like at. Specific positions that are needed to be successful in the NFL, which is two top tier wide receivers, a really good running back, a a statistically admirable quarterback. He's not Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but he's also not uh, who's the kid from Sam Darnold from Carolina, right? Yeah, serviceable quarterback Cooper
1: who just beat us. We
2: have two pretty good linebackers. We had Deniel who's who's a really good interior lineman. We've got a decent pass rush. Um, our safeties are pretty solid across the board, even though Harry's a little bit older. So like this should be working like this should be better than three and four. And that all comes down to coaching and upper
0: management. Yeah. And yeah. I think that like hiring inexperienced offense and defensive coordinators who were his kid and his friend's kid was <laughs> the kiss of death. Annoying. I mean, I think that was him signing his own death warrant. He didn't so, know it
1: at the time. He thought he was just being safe, safe guy, just gonna go with the safe thing. Do These you guys are know, people who, I know?
0: Do you guys know who Mike Florio is? Yes, his conservative
1: decision making and everything is what's gonna seal his deal. But yeah, Florio, go
0: ahead. So Florio, he's the pro football talk guy. He's you know a pretty pretty well respected NFL, respected yeah. NFL journalist. He's always on the k-fan PA show. He said the Vikings will take. I'm sorry. The Vikings will never be good enough to win the Super Bowl and never be bad enough to blow it all up and start over its purple purgatory. <laughs> Purple Purgatory uh, is the best phrase I've ever heard. Uh, wow. It just sucks, and that's what it's going to be. You know, we're going to get red hot at some point. We're going to finish eight and nine, and we're going to have the fifteenth pick, and then they're going to be like, "Should they trade up for a quarterback?" And then they won't. Can we build on what we, you know, we finished strong we should, there? Uh, that's that's also the worst is when you like have a team that finishes strong, misses the playoffs, and then you think it will just carry over we into the next yep, year. Yep, we just keep doing the same thing. No, we shouldn't. So the next game is at Baltimore, which is tough, and then a game after that's at the. Uh, la chargers and then i think we have like the packers and packers at home yeah i mean it's it's gonna get ugly i think i think the fans are gonna really turn on this coaching staff and this team and i just have to say i love the vikings i have had season tickets for like 20 years i've gone to so many games i've watched every other game i love the super fan absolutely i hate this team this specific version i don't hate the vikings i hate this iteration of the vikings they're they're just everyone mm-hmm. I, I there's just nothing i really like about it when i watch them i like hate watch them right that's a bad place to be because i genuinely love watching the vikings it's one of my happiest things in my life and right now it's not and it's just because this team just sucks that fun right out of it
1: yeah they don't want fun on the team like the, you know you have some fun players that would be exciting um you know jefferson it's like but we never even fucking aired out to him like at the the least we can catches. do is put on an exciting product, you know.
2: Yeah, like if it, if all the games were like the Arizona game and we still lost, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, like we we put our best foot forward, um, kick or miss. And you know, after he had made some other big kicks, uh, that happens. But the between the Lions game, the Carolina game, and this game, it's over. This mm-hmm. this is this is dead. We're gonna lose guys like Justin Jefferson because Kirk targeted him four fucking times on a nationally televised game when he had a chance to like show off to the world like yeah. i don't even know if he threw to him in the third quarter and maybe once in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. like how is that even possible
0: yeah. i i found myself like i've i found myself defending cousins a lot in you his have. time here yeah and i've been like he's podcast. pretty
2: good he's pretty good he's a pretty good quarterback you also didn't irrationally defend him like you yeah. you used a very pragmatic approach yeah
1: using like numbers and statistics and what you know his when people were really down on him too much, then you would bring him they, up and be like, look, you guys, like, the fact is he's not that bad. And he's not. He so is think it was but, fair to but him. But the,
0: the big game cousin sucking thing is so real. Yeah. And I thought about it the whole night. And so it was just, it just was miserable. This sucks. This team's dead. I They're want gone. him to,
1: like, go to a different team and then, like, everybody will get excited. Like, maybe he's really good. Look at, oh, you just need to get out of the, the you know... Minnesota and then he just like is horrible in the game that matters and they either miss the playoffs or get eliminated when they shouldn't right away and then we'll be like yep and now we're vindicated we feel good about moving on
2: and then one more one more stat what was uh what I don't know the exact number but it's something like Zimmer against teams that finish the season 500 are better is like 17 and 42
1: yeah really really oh. bad in his, against in good teams seasons here yeah. like and i think that's part of him just being not a super great game managing coach agreed like those co- those teams yeah. are probably coached by better coaches than him every time yep yeah so that that's how they know how to use their timeouts <laughs> <laughs> the, the, they know they can't use two in a row. Which, you know, I guess Zimmer, I, as an old dog, can't learn that trick. I loved
2: that the official was like, the Vikings called a second time out, and normally this is just ignored when there aren't any, but it was acknowledged, so we have to penalize them yeah. five yards. So like, can you not, just not acknowledge it? If that's not exemplary of the Zimmer era, I don't know what is. You're right. <laughs> all right so well, we were really
1: <laughs> insistent and so we had to give him the penalty
0: <laughs> he
2: like hit me in the face with his hand
0: <laughs> right. other NFL news Jameis Winston season sadly is done that was kind of a shame but his dancing video with crutches was the high spot of the weekend
1: yeah he's a likable dude
0: felt bad for him it sucked You got hurt on a horse collar play too um hence why it's illegal yep yeah. uh then Derek Henry having career year and looks like he's going to miss the rest of the year with a foot injury, which sucks. It always sucks to have some of the top players in the league go down, especially someone as, as cool and impressive as, as Derrick Henry. And then t- to replace Derrick Henry, they, the, the Titans signed Adrian Peterson. <laughs> I'm AP. happy. I like AP. I know. I want him to come in and like do something. I hope he tears it up. Yeah. I always like AP. I you know I I want to see more of him. He's had a great career and I I hope he keeps he keeps. What's ongoing. he been
1: doing? Because he hasn't played at all this year, right? And was nope. he on a team last year?
0: Yeah, he was on the Lions. So, okay,
1: so he must have he stayed like, in shape. He was pretty somewhere. good. Yeah. I mean, how how much are you you know how many good things can you really do on that team? Can we just take a moment and be thankful that
2: Adrian Peterson? Is not really on the team when Zimmer was there. We'd, yeah. be, we'd be running the ball forty-eight times a game, right? If he had Adrian Peterson as his tailback. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's move on. That sucked. That was miserable. That felt good though. Yeah. yeah. I do feel better. Put now. a fork in them. They're canceled. I'm done with the Vikings. I hope they just <laughs> but, lose and the you, rest of the like game. Like you said, though, you no, you know they're not going to. They won't. They're gonna win half of them. Yep. They'll and they're all gonna be
1: close them. and hard to watch. You're like,
0: oh man, I hate this team, and then they'll beat the Packers, and I'll be like, if they only win six games in a row, yeah. and then they'll win five in a row, and yeah. then they'll blow the sixth game to some shit team. And then that's the The Vikings
1: nine. have found a way to make close games somehow not fun to watch.
0: Yes, that's such a good point. Yeah, yeah they Jesus.
2: Really that's such a good that's a great Take. <laughs>
0: All right. So uh Jim, let's change Hi. let's change this to a more lighthearted thing. Okay. Uh PETA. What's up with PETA in sports?
1: Well, you know, PETA's always trying to make a name for themselves. Um, I don't have some I don't I think they're probably a generally a good organization. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I think they're responsible for the most euthanization. They do kill a yeah. lot of shit. They kill stuff, but then they say don't kill stuff. I don't know what their deal is. is okay, it's not about that. What they're saying is, hey, baseball, it's very insensitive to call the place where the, the pitchers warm up, the bullpen. Apparently, that's where you keep the bulls before you kill them in a slaughterhouse or whatever. Didn't know that. I don't think anybody makes that association at all. Wouldn't even thought of it.
2: I thought it was like the bullpen of like... Where they kept them prior to them coming
1: out, like, coming on a out rodeo. in a bull like a rodeo. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would have thought too, and I think that's maybe what if anybody took even a second to think about it. Which why would they? That's probably what they'd come to the conclusion. They're saying no, that's not it. It's it's where like it's a place they go before they're killed. They're always scared there. Whatever. I wonder if teams um,
2: actually had like bulls in the outfield because it like you know the the stadium was built on a farm somewhere, and so they had like this pen of like animals, but then they needed a place to warm up, so guys started pitching in
1: the bullpen. I don't know. Dumb, there was probably somebody named like you know Dave Bullpen. Reginald Bull, yeah. and he was like the, in 1910 he was the best, and then they Johnny started calling the Bull that. the outfielder. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. would, he he would once leave. banged a chick right in the right <laughs> behind a little short wall there, and they named it after
0: him. Johnny the Bull, who constantly was going <laughs> to the area the pitchers were hanging out, and he was smoking and drinking and having a good, you know, it's like always doing legal blow. It it's was always great. some weird shit in um, baseball. Yeah, yeah anyway, it's something old so fashioned. What's, what's Peter's so, take here?
1: So you know they want they're calling now, of course, during the the World Series when there's a lot of attention to it to uh to change the name and they did give a pretty damn good alternative you guys ready ready it's the arm barn the arm barn which i think is actually pretty cool like they're not gonna do it they're not gonna change baseball doesn't change for anybody let alone PETA. um <laughs> i just pictured like, they don't change when it makes a lot of sense to change
2: i just pictured joe buck on like the world series broadcast and like all right uh the
1: uh, dodgers got jackson up at the arm barn it like, sounds <laughs> that like the way you said that sounded more natural than the bullpen to me see the bullpen is just in my head i know, you know but like, like it sounded good when you said it especially um so I don't hate it. Damn, I don't a... think it's gonna happen. But like the arm barn is kind of legit. I missed the opportunity to do Harry Carey there. I should have. I, I yeah. just think that
0: when I first heard the story, I was like PETA, just chill. Like, come on. I'm not anti-PETA. I'm not that person. Uh, You're not pro-PETA either. Yeah, I just I don't. I'm pro animals. I'm pro animals. I'm not sure PETA's methods are my favorite, but I, I like animals. I hope they get treated well. And I was kind of annoyed when I heard this story at first, and then when I heard Armbarn, I was like. That's fire, Go Peta. That's a great name. I'm in. I think I'm in. And and not only did they make a complaint, they came up with the solution. Right? It's not just like like
1: you know, comment on K fan or something that just rips on, uh, hates everything, and then he has no ideas of how to fix anything. He's just like, this sucks, that sucks. You know, at least they came up with something.
2: Do you guys remember when DreamWorks? first became like a movie studio yes and they used to have the like their you know whatever uh like their intro screen you know the five yeah. seconds and it was a kid like dropping a fishing line into like a river yeah PETA petitioned the hell out of that oh to, my god to get rid of that
1: really yeah did they still do that they didn't change did they i don't know I don't that's recall. funny yeah he was just
0: like you know a fishing boy up on the moon yeah it's great whatever dreaming yeah okay <laughs> fishing boy it's, it's disappointing all right so uh, let's move on to the timberwolves they are off to an okay start they've uh, blown two games uh from what should have been a five and oh season um it's going to be awkward now because they're going to just have to win the rest of them to go 80 and two
1: uh yeah i mean that's what we were hoping for was 80 and two um but yeah no this is about what i expected was they're going to be a little inconsistent um, they're going to win about half their games, which they will be on on track for a little ahead. Uh, they beat the Bucks, which was fucking great and really surprising. Of course, then they lost to the Pelicans, who are pretty bad. Uh, they lost to the Nuggets, which are they're not bad; they're very good. They're like number two in the power rankings or three or something. So,
2: yeah, one of the best teams in the West. That yeah. didn't,
1: I didn't hate that. I didn't get to watch that game, and I guess it was pretty frustrating we, for we, those that we did. Crumbled, that we thing. crumbled, but we were up by seventeen on like the number two you know team whatever so i don't hate that loss on paper um i don't expect to win a lot of those you don't really have to you just got to beat the bad teams steal some from the good teams and then you get into the seven and eight nine spot you know finish that i'm expecting still uh i think it's been very positive signs
2: i don't think anybody has calibrated their expectations more perfectly to match the team
1: than jim (laughs) oh dude a lot of experience
2: yeah Um, You can tell who's watched the most Timberwolves games (laughs) out of this group of this trifecta.
1: Yeah, I didn't need to watch the Nuggets game. I know what happened already. (laughs) I've seen it. You've seen that before, (laughs) yeah.
0: So the one thing is is that the, the cool piece of news was that they released their City Edition jerseys. Along with everybody else's, right? Everyone else. And uh, after we looked at them, Jim, you posted them on our, our Instagram. I would say that they weren't even fucking trying with most of the teams.
1: Yeah, most of the teams were either just recycled from last year, even some of the cool ones from last year. If they're not so cool. You're expecting something new, like anything new. And they're just kind of bringing those back. I think it's cool and when some you do of the same like, design
0: and you change the colors. That's okay with me. That's like, okay. Some them, but
1: Some of them were just so boring. Um, some were ugly. You know, you got to mix. And I think the, the wolves are up there for like one or two or three um, of this year's crop of city kits. Oh. Whoop, oh, Tony Bolster, whoop, mark whoop. it on
0: the bingo. Um, I think that the <laughs> Wolves City jersey is just okay, but the colors are so beautiful that I'm a fan, and I yeah. actually want the shorts more than the jersey with the original logo on it.
1: Yeah, there. The, so they have that big hit of that original, like side profile, blue and white and green wolf, howling wolf. That's so cool. do you see that this this jersey is? like an amalgam of like pieces from all the other ones right so it has the script from like kind of the ugly you know pointy script from like the KG era the second yeah. like the main KG era yeah. he also wore the early ones oh, too true, he true, was true. there early enough um the colors from the early ones the script from the second ones um the tree trim from that era as well like you know that and then it has Um, When we first did a city one, it has that like they call it like wolf fur. That's kind of what that's supposed to mimic, which was really cool on that gray jersey we had like three years ago. It was a nice touch. So they brought that in. I think they're fucking sweet. Like, I'm not going to buy one for 130 bucks um that i won't wear but they're sweet i think that i think they're gonna look awesome they're gonna wear them on friday i can't wait to see them out there
2: i would agree and it's also gonna be very weird to see the wolves in blue again mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that's gonna be that i know they cool maybe, color
1: blue i love it
2: maybe they've done like a throw but like c- compare that to like the green jersey and like it's just night and day like I, it's uh, incomparable the statement saturday
1: yeah. green really fucking junk. i can't believe they're still wearing disgusting yeah those are really ugly
2: that's when they released those jerseys and the wolves were on there that we were on the on the laughing stock side of like, what are they doing?
1: You know that I have that one? Uh, Wiggins, which Oof. is probably my favorite because hmm. it, you know, shittiest player, worst jersey. Great so, combo.
0: So, yeah. I'm excited for these to come out. I think the colors are really cool. I think the lettering is terrible, but whatever. It's fun. Yeah. I think the, the lettering
2: bro. is like the least important part of it. So
1: like, yeah, it maybe could have been better with different lettering, but it's, it's, you know, they're trying to call back to something memorable.
0: So they they took a piece from everything over the last 20 years and slapped it on a jersey. That's what they did. All right. So next up, go for football goes to six and two. They can now control their own destiny in the big 10 crap. I mean, the big 10 West. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The worst side of the big 10 that doesn't have any good teams. They're in first place. They're six and two overall, and they have to win games against Iowa, who's Illinois Yeah, Illinois okay, this yeah. week, Iowa, Indiana, and Wisconsin, I believe, are our last games. So, so what do you
1: guys think? Three wins and a loss?
0: Mm, two two, and two. two. And two. Okay. We'll beat Indiana's Illinois, good, we'll right? lose to Iowa, we'll beat Indiana somehow, and then we'll lose to the Badgers. Yep. Okay. Like you said,
2: Iowa's falling Same apart. every year. We'll get pumped by 20. And then we'll be like, for the Big Ten, West for the championship.
0: Big, yep, against, against Wisconsin. Wisconsin and, and their
2: quarterback who can't throw the ball will
0: lose by... They won't be close. 25? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll kick our ass and then they'll celebrate with the axe and they'll be like, since Eric was in ninth grade, the Gophers have only won the axe one time. <laughs> <laughs> Looking <laughs> so at you, Eric Burden. Insane. It's just bullshit.
1: Um, yeah. Boy, the, the level of mediocrity in this state is just unmatched. And the level of fandom is very high, mm-hmm. considering All these teams yeah. are well
0: supported. Minnesota is just the state of purgatory. We're too we're nice. so forgiving. We're aren't too we? nice.
1: We're so nice. We're Philly. always
0: like, well, if the coach does too well, he might leave for a better place. Philly wouldn't stand That's for to this. be average.
1: <laughs> average at least, is at least consistent.
0: If we're average, at least the coach won't leave for a better place. Yeah. I like that's well, always our worry, Eric. I PJ have a feeling Black that you're going to be at a
1: game this year where they're they're giving you the chant, the hate chant of you know, fire your Zimmer.
0: Mm-hmm. Ch- it ch- just makes ch- me uncomfortable.
1: You, you don't partake in no, that? No. Don't like
0: that? No, I don't like that. I hated Childress. And I was uncomfortable. I was kind of like...
1: You were also at a game where we won and you didn't cheer. So you're all over the place. I don't know what... <laughs> you just maybe were very quiet at the games in general.
0: <laughs> you don't cheer. Me, you don't boo. You got foc- focus in. right. Give me something to cheer for. Um, all right, guys. Uh, next up, we have the NHL story about Kyle Beach and the the Chicago Blackhawks, which is just terrible. It's a terrible story. Yeah. So Kyle Beach was a player like kind of a fringe nhl player um you know like a fourth line guy healthy scratch kind of situation Mm -hmm. in and out so he plays for um the chicago blackhawks and he gets sexually assaulted by like the video coach of the team so the guy who runs through film with the players this guy was like using his position of power to kind of like control and pressure this young guy into like sexual favors and stuff. And he knows it's not right. He goes to the team. He goes to the league. He goes to the Players Association. He does all this stuff and nothing, no one helps him at all. And he's fizzles out of the league. He's struggled with mental health now um, for years and years and years. And uh, he, he did an interview on TSN, is that what it's called, in Canada? Okay. It's like ESPN Canada kind of. Sounds right. So TSN does an interview with him. And in, like, just a heart-wrenching moment, they talk about how after um, he he brought this up, the team pretty much shut him down, said, be quiet, we're trying to win a Stanley Cup. Which, they win the Stanley yeah. Cup. They eventually get rid of this guy. But um, he goes on to be the, like, video coach of uh, the U.S. development program for high schoolers. And there he is arrested, finally, for sexually assaulting a 16-year-old. And Horrible. So on this interview, they ask him, like... What would you say to this 16-year-old kid who got assaulted by the same guy? And he just breaks down, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, if I would have been more brave, I could have stopped this. And Dude, heartbreaking. It was terrible. It was really awful. And now, uh, as they should, a lot of people are burning for this. Um, Joel Why did Quinn, it take so long? Because the NHL is just kind of buried just bullshit. They're like, yeah, what maybe we? It'll go away They're out of touch. They're like, what should we do? We should have the... All-star game in Florida every year. (laughs) Okay, right. So they're just stupid. They're just a dumb league, and they just were evil here. They did nothing for this guy who was obviously suffering and was the victim of a serious crime, and they just did nothing about it. The league was informed, the players' association, the team. So now people are starting to fall because of this. Joel Quenville, the coach now of the Florida Panthers, um, who was the coach for Chicago at the time, has resigned. He'll never work in the NHL again, I'm sure. And then um, the GM of the Hawks has now resigned. Players are all trying to get out in front of this, but people are going to get in big trouble. And the Hawks have now been fined $2 million. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, overall, this is terrible and tragic and ugly, and the NHL has mismanaged it at every step of the way, and now there are consequences for that. They
1: deserve everything and more, and nothing that they get is going to possibly make up for the fucking mistakes they made. You know what's funny?
2: Sorry, bad term. What's ironic is, like, if you fudge some grades on a test, the NCAA will take banners down from a championship you won. Right. But the NHL having a player on a Stanley Cup winning team being sexually assaulted and them doing nothing cover about up. it Essentially and, cover and up. covering it up, which is even worse, yep. they're not going to
1: do it. They, they won't take
2: the banner down. Nope. Right. And they should. Yeah. They should. That's, they absolutely it's that's a disgusting. massive
1: stain on it. This this if disgusting. I was a Blackhawks fan, I wouldn't want to see that 2012, whatever year it was. No. I wouldn't want to see that up there. I would be like, take it the... F-. Well, it's hard for me to say this because I we don't, have don't have any, banners, have any championships. Yeah. but um, you know, Assuming dude, we had a couple. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, dude, that that is a tainted banner to me.
2: It really is. And so. you know and you know what? I think that would be a great move by the NHL, which means I know they won't do it. Yeah. Like right. the smart and right thing to do would be like, you know what? Y'all fucked up real bad. Mm-hmm. We're taking that banner down. You the champions have, the in this other league ones. are
1: held to a certain standard, and you guys were so far below that that you don't deserve this championship. We're scrubbing you from the books. There was not a championship in two thousand twelve.
2: We're taking you off Lord
1: Stanley's Cup. Right. And that's it. But I know they won't do that. Right. Because Gary Bettman's an idiot. Horrible story. Um, I think you had a a good summary of it. I didn't know anything about this at all. I just saw like a headline. Oh, they're being fined. And, you know, it was like sexual assault. I'm like, oh, that's probably that, you know, Patrick, whatever, like raping more, date raping more women or whatever the fuck he was doing at the same time. Um, Nope, this is, you know, I'm not going to say worse, but a lot you know more beyond the fucking yeah Yeah. like you know with everybody that knew about it just trash
2: the the part that like hurts my heart the most is whether i mean eric was paraphrasing but like shut the fuck up we're trying to win win a stanley cup is fucking awful like i can't even I, i i immediately think of my kids you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I would, they're hockey players. I would go in there like Casey fucking Jones and I'd probably get like two swings in before they killed me, but <laughs> right. that, that's just unacceptable, unacceptable fucking behavior it's so much bigger than like winning a hockey
0: game yeah. that I, I, I can't even fathom it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just doing the right thing is difficult some for some reason in sports sometimes, and it shouldn't be. All right, so let's move on to the PL, the Premier League. We haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, you guys are both cheering for some serious contenders, maybe the two biggest contenders uh, in the Premier League right now. Ryan, your team is currently in first place, and they haven't even figured out their like three billion or three million I'm sorry, three hundred million dollars worth of attacking players, uh, and they're still winning games. Um, they beat Norwich, was it? 7 nothing. Now what was the one they beat this weekend? Newcastle. Newcastle. It be Newcastle this weekend, 3 nothing. 3 nothing. And they are alone at 3 game 3 point lead at the top of the Premier League um how it's you nice, feeling? It's a
2: nice place to be. Sure. Um but as you alluded to, like this is going to be a very I think it's going to barring, you know, catastrophic injuries to any number one of players with, on yeah. on either Liverpool, Chelsea or City um, it's going to be a very like there will be very little room for error um and we're only 10 matches into the
1: season i know like we got 27 to go and we've both our teams have done a lot of winning it's yeah. been like it feels like one of those like where Well you, you
2: guys haven't lost. Liverpool hasn't Liverpool lost. Liverpool
1: hasn't lost that we've had a couple of draws, one to you, one to Chelsea, and then one to ten man Chelsea. <laughs> right. Which it looked like a win to you that day, I'm sure. For sure. Um plus it was at it was at Anfield too, so I kinda expected to Glad get Glad we got one. that one out of the way. No shit, right? Um and well, then I- we tied this this last week with Brighton, which I was like I'm i I'm used to years past where they're supposed to be like a fringe relegation shit team that's supposed to be a given and now i'm being told actually no they're actually they're like pretty legit this year and uh it was expected that it was going to be a really tough match and it was man i mean we gave it everything we got we ended up a 2-2 draw so imagine um, kind of sucks to drop points when you got when you are literally i'm looking at you jump up two points on us right there bam
2: yep drop points imagine you roll over man united like that and then yeah. you got to go play at St. Mary, basically the opposite end of uh, the, not the UK, um, Britain. Yeah. Because Manchester's way up in the north and St. Mary's, or uh, Brighton's way down in the south, on the south coast. And the Amex is a, re- people talk about that place as a very difficult venue to go to. Regardless of the talent on the field, they love Brighton and Hove Albion. Okay. They love that club. And the Amex is a very tough place to play. So um, what, did, what did you say, Eric? Jurgen Klopp said it was going to be. One of the hardest games of the year, he said. Yeah.
1: I guess he was right, and, and he said that before the match. He too. knows what he's talking about, you know. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, it's been a lot of fun, man. Um, however, it's kind of status quo for us, though. Yeah, well, we kind you. of expected to be pretty good. I yeah. mean, maybe you were—you were really pleasantly surprised, and I am actually too. But what I think that we should get to is—is is Eric's squad.
2: I, yeah, I was gonna say I, I didn't expect to be in first. Yeah, but our other hostess, our other host with the most, had a team that was zero and three in last place behind Norwich. Yeah, with a minus nine goal differential, losing to some teams that were like decent, but probably well, they got been.
0: massacred by City and Chelsea and back. To oh back yeah, it was City yeah. and Chelsea. They but lost eight nothing, Brentford. I think, or seven nothing, and combined to those two teams just murdered. The Brentford didn't game. score a goal. It was horrible, and they have invested heavily in. You some... didn't
2: let me finish my segue.
0: I'm sorry, man. Mm. And, and I said you're, like, you're killing it. You're killing it. And I was gonna say, and now has come
2: out of nowhere. Not well, not maybe not to the Arsenal fans, but I think to the rest of the casual fans of other teams to be in sixth place by you're down by like one point, I think, to the fifth place team or something like that. Um, we're
0: tied with the fifth place team just behind but our behind a goals. goals. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. wow, Eric, let me let me turn it over to you now. I feel good. We are <laughs> definitely not competing to win the league, but that's okay because if you're just on the right track with a young team that has some talent and you can see a vision uh kind of take shape. It is fun. And they have some really likable players. If you like the England team, um, they're going to have Saka, Smith Rowe, Ben White, and um, uh, Ramsdale, the goalie, who's probably going to be England's number one by the end of the year, all playing on their team. So should be fun watching them play in the World Cup next year. Hopefully they'll stay healthy for that. And they have uh, Watford this week before the international break, and then hopefully a big time showdown of top teams with uh, traveling to Liverpool.
1: Oh, really? Well, yeah. oh, that'll be fun. I hope we fucking kill you and kind of like <laughs> make you realize, oh, okay, well, Liverpool. fifth would be cool, though, right? Fifth would be cool. That's what I want you fifth to think. Fifth would
0: be this. cool after we finish. <laughs> I was going to say, it. I think 10th. <laughs> Eric would be ecstatic. Fifth, with, I'd with be like, fifth. what a year. Yeah. What a year. Wow. Dude, pop, pop you know my for dream.
2: the o- Europa
1: League draw. My dream yeah. every year, Liverpool wins and then Chelsea and uh, Arsenal are two and three I don't care which
0: I would take that in a second That's that's my <laughs> dream I just want
1: and I want to see your guys as teams out in uh you know Champions League and all those fun things so let's hope you can you can break top four so, that'd be fantastic just don't do it against Liverpool As
0: happy as I feel about that I you know my expectations are are tempered they will be they will be hopefully a good team but they're not competing with the very top teams and that's okay but the real news of the week was the sack what do they call it the El Saccico. Yeah. Uh, and that was a play on El Clasico. And this was uh, struggling Man United versus struggling Tottenham Hotspur. And everyone thought the loser's coach would be sacked. Nuno Santos, the coach of uh, Spurs, lost 3 nothing and was sacked. Oh, he yep. was. See ya, bud. He yep. was never the long-term coach. No. He was
2: a Band-Aid because they got turned down by Everyone. four other managers. <laughs> and the
0: best thing is is that he, uh, the team was booed off um, bef- at halftime, at full time. The fans were chanting, you don't know what you're doing to him, the coach of their own team. They booed their star player, Harry Kane, and they chanted to get rid of Daniel Levy, the Chairman. Chairman of yeah. the team. Wow. So things are bad and we all hate Spurs. So I am just so happy. And the
2: and the other good news is, which is sort <laughs> of like a, a I don't know, silver lining kind of to the whole scenario, is that United won, and so they're gonna continue to keep their incompetent coach for at least another month. Um, hopefully through the Chelsea match. I'm I'm got right. my fingers crossed for that one, and then fire him sometime in December. Love it. But I don't know who they would bring in now that Conte's rumored to be going to... Mm. Um spurs so. I think it would oh is be? he yeah the former chelsea coach is gonna
1: so be he's a pretty good coach though that yes. would kind of you don't really want nah. that to happen i suppose Nah, uh, you can't win at spurs i don't care they're yeah. cursed okay.
2: they did something doesn't wrong. really matter they're, they did
0: they timberwolves
2: their trophy cabinets <laughs> empty
0: yeah it's it's gonna go poorly no matter what happens um so yeah that's what you have to look forward to the premier league is cooking this year it's really fun it's humming along i i think that like whether my team is doing good or bad maybe my personal, um, wanting to watch uh, the game for my team might change a little bit, but like wanting to watch the league, um, as a whole, like oh, the, body gosh, of work. the yeah. league is so good at, at all times. And it, it's really competitive. The bottom teams are constantly upsetting the top teams, even, you know, more than probably any other league, at mm-hmm. least in, in the league where the things are really meaningful. I don't know. It's a lot of fun this year. Check it out. We always tell you to do this. We've made this sales pitch a thousand times and I, uh, you know, Pick a, pick a team and have fun. Yeah. Yep. Pick, pick a team. any team. I mean, yes. Message Pick us. a team that I love or pick a team that I hate. I don't care. If we'll you're on the edge we'll and
1: you want to follow, message the pod and we'll do a whole segment for you mm-hmm. next week where yeah. we help you decide your team, just like we did for me, yeah. which was so much fun. But you're um, so indecisive, it took like two years. So hopefully it doesn't take that long. And I'm good. Hey, see, once again, my <laughs> indecisiveness paid off. I picked Liverpool just in time it for them did. to start winning everything. It was
2: great. Well, I think you were torn between City and Liverpool, so you were going to be a winner. I was going to be.
1: <laughs> I couldn't go wrong.
0: We'll just tell you not to follow Norwich City, Newcastle, or Burnley.
1: Yeah. And that would be much fun. Mostly. Next year, yeah, and Tottenham. actually,
0: you know what? You could follow Tottenham, too, if you want to be yeah. like a, a hater of Jewish people. If you yeah. hate Jewish people, that's the club for you. If you want to go to Tottenham and be just trash and have us all dislike you, head on over there and we will talk a bunch of shit when you guys. To be very lose. fair, though, if you like the Vikings, Tottenham might be the club
2: for you. Yeah. But Eric could talk you into Arsenal. Like yeah. Current Arsenal. <laughs> sorry i'm not trying to rain on your parade dude i'm just saying you've compared you've compared it yourself i think the i think arsenal now
0: wh- i think arsenal is like the cubs like mm. they've won they usually don't they have a lot of fans do they deserve a lot them. of money they're yeah. really popular and they have money and they're in a big city but yeah that's kind of how i feel about okay. them We'll go through it next week. It'll be fun. We've done it a couple times and it'll be fun to go through it with you guys again. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all the time we have. Check out our screencast uh, coming out after, you know, in a day or so, depending when you're listening to this. Check it out. It should be great. Lots of news, lots of shows, um, lots of things to get excited about, some cool movies, and the start of our rewatch. Uh, we have, we're still workshopping where that's going to be, but it's the oh, Matrix, yeah. so we're watching the first Matrix movie. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Thank you guys for listening to the Norties Podcast.